Welcome to Bulletproof Podcast, the ultimate guide to unlocking your true potential. Join host Gary Clinton as he takes you on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. From overcoming obstacles to reaching new heights, each episode is packed with actionable advice and inspiration to help you become bulletproof in every aspect of your life. Get ready to level up and break through barriers. This is Bulletproof. Hello and welcome to the Bulletproof Podcast. Hope you're having an amazing day. My name is Gary Clinton. In this episode, I'm going to share with you your emotional scale slash your emotional home. What is an emotional home? Well, it tends to be where you're living most of the time in your feelings, aka when you're driving your car to work, when you're going to school, when you're going home, when you're doing any sort of activity, like um, maybe even watching TV or reading a book or reading a book's not a good example, but just lying down in bed. Like, who are you? How do you feel when you're on your own in your own space? That's your emotional home. Completely subjective. We'll get into that in a moment. Your emotional home is that place, and then we put that onto a scale. So I'll tell you a bit about that in a second. Before I do that, the sponsor of this podcast is quasi.com you can get over 500,000 flights and hotels you can book flights on quasi you can book hotels i recommend checking out quasi.com you compare over dozens and dozens of places to get the best prices when you're going away so your emotional home your emotional scale brilliant let's look let's look into this and delve into this if you've listened to episode two the power of the wars this is going to be very similar your emotional scale is very subjective okay what does that mean it's down to your own perception. It's your own values. I'm going to give you my perception and I'd, I'd imagine you'd agree with it because I have done this countless of times on events and people are in fast agreement and I've gained knowledge of people's answers when I ask them a question. You know, in episode two, I asked, how are you doing? And then where would you give yourself on that scale? This is the same scale. It's again, it's very subjective. There's Wayne scales out there. There's thermostats. There's Richter scales. There is ways of tracking so much variety of things and signs, but there's no real way to track your emotions. Maybe that's just the case for the time being as I record this. Hopefully tomorrow they bring out some sort of scale to tell us how where we are on the scale. Because then when we know where we are, we can know where we can go. AKA step one, where are you? Step two, where do you want to go? Step three, how do you get there and go? So this emotional scale, one, one out of ten. Uh, you can go one out of hundred. You can go one out of hundred billion trillion. Okay, so one out of one to ten, I'm going to go with to make it simple for all of us. If one is suicidal, that's the lowest of the low. I don't know anything lower than that, and I've had all people agree with me. If and I'm also open. If there's anything less and lower, let me know. I'm more than happy to look at it. I'm more than happy to use that as a one. Again, your own perception of this scale too. Number ten. So one out of ten suicidal. Ten on top of the freaking world. Pure enlightenment, bliss, euphoria. Now that's a 10. So one, two, so two would be depressed in my eyes. Three could be very bad. Four could be bad. Five, okay, fine, all right. And this is very agreeable to the people on the events. They would say that. They would say, okay, I go. I go, how are you doing? They'd say, I'm all right. I'm not bad. I'm okay. I'm fine. I go, okay, where would you, where would you put fine, all right, on the scale of one to 10? 10 being enlightenment, joy. They say five. That's interesting. So, okay, five is fine. All right, not bad. Six, good. Seven, very good. Eight, amazing. Nine, 
um, oh, incredible, awesome, tremendous, um, just really, really great words to describe yourself. And then 10, of course, the enlightenment. So if we look at this scale, completely subjective, by the way, I keep mentioning that because it is not a real scale, but we can intellectually agree that that is a fair scale to share how we are on our emotions. So if we look at the depressed person or a confident person, where would you put a depressed person? Well, two, of course, we you put a confident person, you could say seven, maybe an eight, could all the way go up to a 10. But a depressed person is definitely not going to be up into enlightenment, right? So there is some sort of scale here. There is some sort of wave. There is some sort of there is some sort of way of judging where someone is or someone's feeling. And the whole purpose of this is to see where you are and then see where you want to go. So it, on the scale, where do you feel you feel on a consistent basis? Is it a five? Is it a six? Is it a seven? Tony V, not Tony Robbins, Tony V is a person that I heard this concept of the first time called your emotional scale and i was in a room i went to an event in london sitting in there it was amazing incredible about 500 people and they said okay how are you doing on a scale of one to ten raise your hand if you're a six and below or no a five or below maybe even a four or start off by four and below you know you know five percent or something put up the, put up the hands next was a five and now twenty percent six another twenty percent seven it's like forty five percent and you're like, well, there's 10% left. So I believe that's, that matters right. So we got about 8%. No, it's about 5, 6% says 8 out of 10. 3, 4% says 9 out of 10. And 1%, one, 1%, because I don't even think it was a percent. There was one person in the whole room out of 500. So I believe it's 0% technically. And that's interesting. Because if you if you take 500 people, 45%, nearly half are saying 7 out of 10. Again, if we go back a couple of minutes and we rewind this tape, quote-unquote episode, well then we would, we would find the question that I gave you, and I don't know what your answer was. How are you, or where would you say you feel on that scale? Normal day, where would you say you feel on that scale? And most people say 7. Even when I do my events, most people say seven and seven is a danger zone in tony v's eyes in my eyes in time tim ferris's eyes why because it's the danger zone tim ferris looks at this scale and he says never use seven <laughs> never use seven and I, I do my evening journal and i score myself out of 10 on five areas like discipline standard you know and um, and, you know, you score yourself out of 10, but after I listen to Tim Ferriss, I, I, I never use 7 anymore. I realize 7 is a number I was using a lot. And we don't use 7. Why? Because it's, it's too comfortable. It's comfortable. It's a comfortable if it's a comfort zone. It's not too bad, and it's not too good. So it's just like, it's all right. And we know all right is a 5. Well, I would actually say that that place of comfort, that place of real contentment is a 5 because it is fine. It's not like anything's great. It's not like anything's bad. This is dangerous. You don't want to be this your emotional home. If it is, 
you're not gonna have you don't have a fire in your belly because that's not a seven you don't even have something kicking you up the ass saying you gotta move or you gotta do something so you're not being inspired to do anything so you don't have the fire inside of you but then you're also not getting kicked up the ass so you don't have anything to keep you away from look i know my purpose is to always move up towards a 10 as much as possible because when i'm at a 10 i my body's vibrating with great health when i'm at 10 my energy's up and when my energy's up i impact those around me not only do i impact my family my friends my community as i as i go around my clients and not only does it impact them all them people that i've just mentioned but it impacts them to a degree of when i impact them it impacts their connections wow wow it is a massive priority in my life to feel amazing consistently in order to do that you got to do a variety of things if in order to get up to the higher end of the scale you got to do something different or you got to do something the same over and over so what do i mean You've got to create some sort of disciplines, routine standards that are always naturally going to bring you up there. Well, example for me, don't listen to sad music. Some people are there, wow, you, wow, you, can't, you can't not do it. It's like, I definitely can't. How do I feel when I listen to sad music? I feel sad. So when I feel sad, am I engaging? Am I a person to be around? Am I? Would you hang around with someone who's feeling sad all the time? And yes, I'm going to the extreme of all the time. But what I'm, why, why I'm going there is... If you think of a depressed person, like I mentioned earlier, or you think about a confident person, confident person probably is seven, six, seven, eight, nine on the scale of depressed person too. Well, a depressed person is what? Someone who felt, felt sad and had, had a bunch of symptoms for at least two weeks, right? Eventually, they've created a habit of it. So if you think of a person who's confident, how are they sitting? What are they looking at? Where are their eyes? How are their words? How is the tone? There's a variety of things to be confident and there's a variety of things to be, to be uh, depressed. If I was going to be depressed, I would assure you listening to sad songs long enough is going to make me feel tremendously depressed. It's like if I don't care about my family, if I don't care about my work, if I don't care about my body, I'm obviously going to move on towards a two and I'm going to be going down that scale slowly or fast. So in order for me to be at an 8, this is my personal, or 9, or 10, because I know it has such a massive impact on everything, I must do things, habits, rituals, disciplines that are going to move me towards that score. Hard things. Do a marathon. Did you know 1% of the population ever does a marathon? 1%. Join the 1%. Being disciplined in your diet. Not easy. Right? You get satisfaction. You get a 7 out of 10 for me in that whatever it is. When you look in the mirror, you're 7 out of 10. More than likely, you're going to be looking at your mirror at a 7 out of 10 as well. So you've got some sort of conflicts in there. It's, oh, this and that. Or be disciplined and then enjoy the re reward of looking at yourself or feeling confident or proud about yourself in the long term or even in the mid, mid to long term too. Create some sort of disciplines, habits, aka, but going back to the music example where you are priming your mind to feel upbeat, gaining this energy. Every single moment, you spend on a 9 10 out of 10 is a habit you are creating the habit you are creating the discipline of it anytime you're in a 7 and the longer you've been in the 7 the longer it is 
the more the more of a habit it is. I cannot express to you out of all my events, because seven out of ten is massively consistent. When I was at that event in London, seven out of ten is massively consistent. Tony Robbins asked this funny question: Would you date seven out of ten? <laughs> when I do my events, I'm like some people are like. And maybe, uh, I don't know. No, get it out of here. You don't have a 7 out of 10 year this year. You don't have a 7 out of 10 life. You don't have a 7 out of 10 experience in anything in ever. right? If And it's not like you're not going to have a 7 out of 10 going forward. It's not like you're doing anything wrong. It's a matter of opening your eyes and saying, okay, that is an avenue. Like going up to an 8 to a 9 is an avenue. It's a possibility. Maybe I won't be lounging around anymore. Oh, no, I won't be freaking watching Netflix all day. Oh, no, I won't be listening to sad songs anymore. Oh, no. I might have to smile a bit more. Oh no, I might have to crack a joke. Oh no, I might have to improve my personality and become a better version of myself. Oh no, all these challenges, trials. No, these are great things. These are really great things. There's another version of yourself out there that's an 8, 9, 10 that is absolutely smoking it daily. Loving it. I mean, actually smoking, I think. Of course, that's a metaphor. Don't smoke. It's a bad, bad habit. Maybe at a 7 you're smoking. Maybe at 9 you're not smoking. It's a different version of yourself because you don't need that. You're already on a an emotional high without the nicotine you're already at um some sort of high just of life of oxygen pure water it, it, it's a no-brainer when you're in that state to do it's like you can't do anything wrong in that state it's a beautiful state life's amazing it's abundant it's fun i have had some trials and tribulations recently i think in like two or three episodes ago i go i mentioned i was talking about Maybe, yeah, I was talking about, it was in, actually in the episode I was referencing in here where I said, you know, m- m- my dog was healthy, but someone was being upset because of the experiences, the emotions or the thoughts or the words they were using to explain the situation. And recently, my dog passed away since that day, since that time. So that was in a, within a two, three week period. We understood it was ill. It. We understood the dog was ill. This is really interesting moment because it's a dog it's a it's a personality it's a soul it's 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 so amazing right but so many people say i'm sorry for your loss and then make you feel a certain way make you go oh i'm reminded of this thing this personality this spirit this dog oh it's gone why are you ask a better question tell me something go ask me a question like this what was the best time you had with that dog Geez, I don't know. I'll have to think about that one for a second. Okay, well, this time I'm on this. That gets me thinking of the positives. Gets me thinking of a joyous time with this spirit. You know, if it's just it's it's mind blown. So the words you're going to associate to that situation, you're going to feel. And I tell you this story. Oh my dog! Is it a story? My dog passing away. Is that I view it as something that is so incredible. So it's so amazing. He was ill, right? The best thing, if you were ill right now, would you want to be put down? I mean, like, direly ill, okay? Of course, right? You wouldn't want to feel that pain. So we've done a great thing. And is my life richer, better, a million times better that this spirit has been in my life? Absolutely. Is that spirit ever going to go out of my life? No, it's always going to be in my heart. But I'll tell you this as well. If I was to look at that spirit, that I know called Rugi, would I say he wants me to be happy or sad that he's gone? And I can happily look you in the eye and says he wants me to be happy. 
and he wants me to be happy. Why? Because if I'm sitting here crying and the next person sees me crying, well, they're going to say, whoa, why are you feeling so low? And this is not a rebellion against feeling low, feeling sad. <laughs> it's not, but it's a matter of your choice. It's you get to choose where you put yourself. You are in the driving seat. You wouldn't just, or maybe nowadays you would just, you know, sit in the driving seat and just let the let the wheel take care of itself. No, you'd, you'd grab the wheel. You were in control of where you put yourself in your life. If you're feeling a seven, well, get out of it. Get into a nine. Move into a nine. What do you need to do to move into a nine? Earlier on in this episode, I mentioned kind of a three-step process. One, where are you? Two, where do you want to go? Three, how do you get there and go? So one, where are you on that scale? Two, where do you want to go? Three, how do you get there? And go. <laughs> if you need help getting there or going there, find someone you admire, find someone you look up to, and then maybe I'd now ask some sort of chat GBT or ask some sort of Google, what are they doing on a consistent basis? What are they doing on a daily basis? What's their rituals, their habits, their disciplines? Who are they hanging around with on a daily basis? That will give you a key indicator to helping you move up the scale. If you think of the press person, lying in bed, scrolling, 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 no plans, no excitement of the future, dark room, um, a variety of stuff is going on that is clearly contributing, listen to sad songs, clearly contributing to feeling a certain way. And if you want to go up the scale, you got to feel a different way. you got to do different things. I will also mention this. I was having a really interesting thought, and I'm going to wrap this up, of a really interesting thought of good is like an eight. An eight is amazing, right? Nine is freaking incredible. Ten is on top of the world. So from an eight to a nine, it's not. There's not much different, right? There's, it's not much different, but it's massive. Okay, so what do I mean? A depressed person to go up to a seven, right? That is massive. That there's obvious differences there. AKA you're lying in bed, you're not doing anything. You're scrolling. You're hating the dark room. Da 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 da. Feeling horrible, right? Feeling whatever it is. It's so bad being depressed. Right? It's so so bad that it's memorable. AKA from a two all the way up to a seven, there's massive difference there. You can easily tell the difference. And if you want to go from an eight to a nine, there isn't such a massive difference mentally, but there is a massive difference long-term, a.k.a. your output, your standards, your choices. That is massive. I think it's also, if you look at maybe professional footballers, I'm also spitballing here. I believe that that example that I gave is obvious of, of two to a seven is massive difference. Um, but at eight to a nine or a nine to a 10, there's subtle differences, but they are massive as well. Okay. But if you look at a professional football, I'm never, I haven't fully developed this thought, but I have this thought process of, okay, well, from a player who is an eight out of 10 to move to a nine, it's, it is massive, right? It's it's a complete different. It's it's like being out of the hundred top best players to being into into the top hundred best players. That's like that's massive. But what have they done? And they would be marginal marginal gains at this stage. They're going to be just a little bit quicker. They're going to be just a little bit better at making decisions. But over the course of the career, the eight versus the nine is going to be dramatically, dramatically different. So I hope you gain massive value from this. If you have a recap of your emotional scale and your emotional home, where do you live on an emotional basis day to day? And then how do you want to feel? And then how do you get there? And how you get there is look at some people that you admire or some, some 
some sort of books or some sort of ideas or videos that's going to help you move up the scale. You are somewhere on that scale. Choose where you want to be. Take control of it and move there. I'll give you a wrap up. And the wrap up of this is check the show notes, of course. Join the Bulletproof community, which is growing. I'm very proud of that. Join the Bulletproof. Um, I'm just going to say the WhatsApp community again, just to reaffirm it. <laughs> Thank you for the sponsor, Quasi.com, of course. Compare over 500,000 flights anywhere in the world. Share this episode if you think it was valuable. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bulletproof. Remember to check the show notes for links to join our growing Bulletproof community. We hope you found inspiration and practical tips to help you on your journey to unlocking your true potential. Remember, becoming Bulletproof is a continuous journey. So keep taking steps toward your goals and never give up on your aspirations. Join us next time as we delve deeper into the mindset and strategies of those who've achieved their own version of Bulletproof success. Stay inspired. Stay Bulletproof.